1: Today, we look ahead to one of the most major milestones of our lives when we graduate into retirement. Now, here's our valedictorian and certified financial planner practitioner, Eric Brotman, your host of Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that teaches you how to advance into retirement rather than retreating. Get ready for inspiration and actionable advice to guide you towards a seamless transition into a dignified retirement where you get to make your dreams a reality. Welcome to Don't
0: Retire, Graduate, the show designed to change the definition of retirement for Americans. I'm Eric Bratman, your host, and this is our second episode. So we're cagey veterans at this. And today, today I have one of my very favorite people, in studio as a guest and that is Miss Diane Gilbert um, I'm I, there's no way to introduce Diane properly because her, her bio would be six pages long um, but what I can say is I've known Diane professionally personally um, uh, and, and on a number of different levels over the last decade plus decade decade and a half um, she has served on uh, so many different boards she had an incredible career um, she has graduated into retirement, and we're going to talk a lot about the things that are keeping her busy. But, Diane, first, thank you for being here.
2: Oh, it is my pleasure to be here. thanks, Eric.
0: Um, diane, we're we're going to have um, an opportunity to hear about family and to hear about mm-hmm. um, what's keeping you busy because the whole premise of retiring as a disappearing act um, is a tiresome one and and no fun. And, I don't know too many people who are um, as far removed from career now as you are, and still have the absolute unbelievable, undeniable energy that you do. So, um, let's start with not only a, a little bit about your career, but also what made you excited to not punch a clock anymore.
2: Wow, that's a those are all loaded questions. But I'm, I'm comfortable
0: um, with that. These I didn't. There are no there are no softballs here.
2: Okay. Well, I I taught for many years, I traveled, I worked in local government, in Baltimore County government, in the county council, and in the executive office with Dutch Ruppersberger, who's now in Congress. And when he went to Congress, I thought it was time to try something new, so I moved to Comcast. And in the end... You never
0: thought D.C. was your calling?
2: I thought about it. I thought about it. And then I thought, hmm actually the hours would have been shorter than they were at Comcast. So I, I went there and I ended up as Director of Government and Community Affairs for five states and D.C.
0: If I remember correctly, that's where we first met because I was being interviewed um, on Comcast's uh, community uh, Newsmakers. show, the Newsmakers show. Yes. Uh, and that's where I got a chance to meet you. And that had to be 2006 so that had to be 12 plus years ago something like that, um, is that possible? actually
2: for some reason i think we met on a board okay. uh, leadership baltimore county okay but it all runs together it
0: does yes. uh, so you have successfully um, ended a career and mm-hmm. started what is functionally a new one as a consummate volunteer traveler mother grandmother all of the above. So, let's talk a little bit about, when, di- when did you stop uh, working with Comcast? When did that end?
2: Um, in December of um, 2011. 2011. Oh my golly.
0: Yeah, so Does that
2: mean I'm older or younger?
0: Uh, you're, you're younger, you're getting Good. younger every okay. day. So, you're now seven years removed uh-huh. from uh, full-time gainful paycheck-earning work. Right. Um, but you're busy. Busy. Tell me what... Every day. Uh, well, and, and tell me all about it. What's keeping you busy? So many things. Um, the, the, the places that I
2: care about, I still work with. Um, three of my grandchildren live in town so I can enjoy them. And, and then at Christmas, I travel with the other side of the family. Um, this year, we're going to bike Thailand for Christmas.
0: Did you say bike Thailand? as yeah.
2: soon as I stop falling off the bike, it's going to be great.
0: Uh, do you have the pedals with the shoes that connect?
2: <laughs> oh, no, not a yeah, no yeah. chance. I was going to say,
0: killed. you, you got to be very careful with yeah, those. Yeah, no, no, no. So you're biking. Th- now, Thailand's not a small place.
2: No, we're going with a, a company called Backroads, which is just a lovely way to travel. They take care of all the logistics and everything is very special, and we'll be up in the north and we start in chiang mai and end in chiang rai
0: interesting and were you a cyclist when you were punching the clock at the county government or comcast
2: i haven't ridden the bike since you used to pedal backwards to stop and i still (laughs) try to do that which is maybe why i fall
0: so your first car was in fact a schwinn (laughs) Is that I didn't true? even
2: know swims were invented that long oh, ago. Oh, jeez! All right, all right.
0: Well, Diane, you look terrific for 110. Thanks. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, all right. So you served with government. You served in community affairs. Y- you worked for a big company. I mean, Comcast is no, no regional uh, spot. Um, you've also served on a ton of different boards. Right. And I, I, I bet there have been two dozen. Um, which ones are you on today? Which ones are you on now?
2: Right now. Uh, Because of some things that happened in my home when my husband was ill, I left most of the boards, but I still work with, um, uh, I'm on the board of Well for the Journey, which is like a spiritual wellness, like meditation and mindfulness and those kinds of
0: things. I imagine you'll find some mindfulness in Thailand.
2: I would hope so. I would think. Okay. As long as I don't fall off the bike. You'll
0: be good. So, all right. right. Well, for the journey, what else? Right.
2: So then I also still work with the Ripkin Foundation um, on one of the fundraisers, the um, wine tasting in the spring, which nice. is lovely. The the um, Ripkin Foundation does wonderful things for kids all over the country. And with the Weinberg Foundation on the library program for the Baltimore City Schools, which is, again, an amazing um project that they do, that they're rebuilding Baltimore City Public Schools f- libraries from the ground up.
0: So when do you sleep? Not much. Not much, okay. No. Um, and you're, you're bi-coastal, family's bi coastal, so right. you're, you're on airplanes, but you, you've also been to Haiti recently.
2: Right, I've been there once. I was supposed to go again this year and that I had to cancel that, but, um, and I really missed it, but I'll make sure I'm involved in next year's trip to Haiti.
0: And tell me what you did down there.
2: So we work with this, uh, with a with a nonprofit out of Atlanta called 410 Bridge, and the idea of 410 Bridge is to work with the community until they are independent. It is not to do things for them, but to help them with what they might, what they request. Okay. So last year I was with the business group, and we worked on business development with some of the villagers. This village called Monarch is about three and a half hours outside Port au Prince. Ne- it has no electricity and no running water. Never has had. Wow. Um, there are no wheeled vehicles in the village. And so. And
0: yet, our, our, our folks in this country complain when the Wi Fi signal is not strong enough. Yeah. First, first world problems, is that what that is? <laughs> it might be. Okay, so tell me what kinds of things did you do with the business uh, group in, in Monarch?
2: Well, Fort Enbridge Bridge had developed a curriculum to help people who wanted to run their own businesses or had started their own businesses. Businesses there are different than we think of them here. It's raising and processing sugarcane. And that processing is done with two oxen tied to uh, a very thin tree walking around in circles grinding the sugarcane. People who um, sell cl- buy and sell clothes they, in the market. So they would, some buy used clothing, like bags full and then clean it and sell it. Um, Some go into Port-au-Prince and buy new clothing and again sell it at the market, which is in another town called Bohawk. Some people buy um, staples and sell those at the market. Uh, It's just amazing. So 21 people were applied for and selected for this 12-day class, and they walked every day. Remember, there are no vehicles. So they may have walked an hour to five hours each day to sit in class all day and learn, side by side on a bench, shoulders touching. And two teachers were hired from Port-au-Prince and taught this class. We were to help them with questions, with ideas for going forward and so forth. And this year's trip was to work with those same folks on leadership development. So it was working with the same business people, with youth, teenagers, and with the leadership council that oversees the village.
0: Amazing, it amazing. Is. It's amazing. Uh, and uh, it is unfortunate that you weren't able to go this year. I know yeah. you want to do it again yeah. next year. What um, Did you hear back from some of the folks who did go about their experience?
2: Oh, yes. I met them at the airport. Oh, my goodness. So you, <laughs> you
0: were one of the first to hear all about
2: it. I was one of and it And they had a wonderful time again and a little bit different this year, and they got more involved in hands-on, whereas last year we were advisors. This year was more hands-on, which is lovely.
0: Okay. Well, our – our audience is interested not only in the non-financial things that, mm-hmm. that uh, get you out of bed every morning, get you excited, but also what it felt like to stop getting a paycheck and uh, and how much time it took to prepare for that and to feel comfortable with that, assuming you did feel comfortable with that, with that revelation. So can you share a little bit about the, the emotions that go into no longer punching that clock, no longer feeling like your identity is tied to a, to a corporation or a, um, or a role, uh, and also what it looked like to not have that every other Friday hit in the account.
2: Um, I did not choose to leave work. My husband was diagnosed with cancer, and so my leaving work was related to taking care of him. Um, and I missed it terribly. I missed getting dressed up. I missed making things happen. I missed solving problems. I missed being involved. But I kept it going in many ways. Um, the paycheck, that was, it was a paycheck. But the excitement of, of, of making the world go round for me was what I missed with working. But I have since, it took me a while, but I have since found I can still make the world go around. I just do it differently. That's great. And nobody pays me.
0: Nobody pays you. It's fact, okay,
2: but I don't have to wear heels every day either.
0: Well, certainly not in Haiti. No. Heels are a bad idea, I right. suspect. So one of the things that we tell our audience is to to plan ahead, to mm-hmm. plan three to five years ahead and to figure out um, what you want to be when you grow up, mm-hmm. um, though I also would, would openly say I have no plans to grow up, and I know you don't either, mm-hmm. um, but trying to figure out what that next act is going to be, what that next um, uh, iteration of your life is going to be, and your situation's a little different because you, you maybe hadn't envisioned that, mm-hmm. um, so it was thrust upon you. Um, How long did it take to feel like you had regained your footing and some of your identity in terms of the things you were doing to make the world go round?
2: Honestly, Eric, I think it probably took about a year. Okay. Um, Just because I so enjoyed that stimulation. And there are lots of ways to be stimulated. It was just that I stayed home with my kids when they were growing up and went to work when they were finishing high school so it was it was still new to me and um i enjoyed it immensely
0: see a a, a lot of folks a lot of folks out there unfortunately are working in jobs they can't stand right which to me is tragic because that is how you spend most of your waking hours right um so you found a a career that you loved you loved what you were doing two
2: careers that i loved.
0: two careers Mm -hmm. well and loved what you were doing in each one right loved who you were working with believed in what you were doing Mm -hmm. um and then suddenly it was gone. Right. And now you have, over the last seven years, found ways to replace that uh, engagement. Yes. Um, what is the most rewarding thing about doing it this way? In other words, uh, about getting to that point where, number one, uh, there's no, you don't need the paycheck, which is great. But you've found something that excites you. What is the best part about that?
2: I never think of the word rewarding. Okay. Somehow that's what you get for turning in bank robbers.
0: Oh, okay.
2: For me, it's stimulation and excitement. Excitement, meeting new people, again, it's making things happen. One way or another, I'm still making things happen. And to me, that was important. And it, it's exciting to try new activities, meet new people, learn new things.
0: Well, you've always been a lifetime learner. In fact, are you in school currently?
2: (laughs) No, but I do take some classes. Okay,
0: well, tell me about the classes you're taking. I mean, I think that's terrific because the idea that at 22 we've learned everything we'll ever need to know is so silly that um, lifetime learning feels like a a really good idea in general just for Mm. enrichment, if not for Mm -hmm. skill development. So what kind of classes?
2: So the one I do most regularly is yoga. I do a lot of yoga. In fact, I'm going with some of my fellow yogis on a yoga retreat in costa rica in march but there's just something wonderful about staying in shape moving balancing and so forth
0: uh, i want you to know as soon as you said the word yoga
2: mm-hmm. I, I pulled a muscle oh I'm i did sorry. my hamstring
0: just uh, 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 what did you do you i th- thought about my hanging upside down or something
2: no you just didn't warm up
0: properly oh, it's nothing oh. i did okay oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Okay, so yoga classes. What other right. kinds of things?
2: So mindfulness. I'm, you know, I've learned how to focus more because I have monkey brain. It just floats around all the time. It's hard to focus. So things like that.
0: So uh, you weren't diagnosed with ADHD. You were just diagnosed with H. No. No
2: monkey brain. Monkey it brain. is a okay. real diagnosis. It is okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well,
0: so uh, your medical background is <laughs> in question.
2: It is. Well, to me, it is monkey brain.
0: I'm not sure that's uh, that's in the the, the medical books. <laughs> we'll see. So now you're you're traveling the world. Yes. Um, you're volunteering. Yes. You're taking classes. Yes. You're on multiple boards. Yes. Um, you're with your children and your grandchildren. Yes. And you don't sleep very much. Right. Um, were you this busy at Comcast or when you were with the county executive?
2: Both of those jobs truly were 60 to 80 hours a week. Okay. And um, I don't spend that much time on, on everything else now. Okay. More like 50.
0: 50 hours a week? hmm 50 hours a week. Okay. So um, are you retired? Yes. You feel retired? No. Ah, so there's a difference. Yes. So... When you say, yes, I'm retired, what you mean is I don't work for for the company anymore.
2: Right. Nobody pays me.
0: Okay. But the word retired is re and then tired. You don't strike me as tired.
2: That's makeup.
0: Oh, (laughs) fair enough. Okay. So you're biking in Thailand. Yes. You're doing yoga in Costa Rica. Yes. Um, Do you spend any time in the States? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what do you, I, do, what do you do I, when you're here?
2: <laughs> what I did walk the El, I did the El Camino this summer.
0: That's amazing. It How is. How long did mind. that take?
2: It was about twelve days, and we were older, so we didn't walk the whole five hundred miles. But I did manage hundred miles. You walked
0: hundred miles.
2: Yeah. And that was from the French Pyrenees to the Atlantic Ocean across the top of Spain.
0: Unbelievable. You, you are, you are um, inspirational and you're in better shape than I've ever been, which means I need to hit the gym just thinking about this for sure. Just walk with me. For our audience, mm-hmm. um, you've articulated what it looks like to, to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the things that you can do during your career to prepare for that next step. Are there things you can do while you're working? Were you thinking about this at all while you were with county government or with, or with Comcast?
2: Not a chance.
0: Not a chance. So so it was thrust upon you. You had to suddenly invent what you were going to be when you, quote unquote, grew up. Yes. Um, and now you've gotten very involved, not only through these organizations, but you're very involved in your church. Mm-hmm. What kinds of things are you doing there? What, what's feeding the spirit?
2: Um, well, besides the missions, mm-hmm. the Haiti missions, after the uprising, after Freddie Gray's death, our pastor felt it was really important to to be more involved in the city. We have some partnerships in there, like with uh, my sister's plays and Araminta and some others, Acts for Youth. But he felt we needed to identify a couple places in the city where we might be able to walk alongside the residents and help them with whatever they would like, help with or feel they need help with. And so, in, in essence, I'm responsible for the Northeast portion of Baltimore County, Baltimore County, City, Baltimore City, oh, okay. Baltimore City, okay. Baltimore City, City I sorry. think that's the
0: Hereford zone.
2: Right, well, or, or it could be Perry Hall, I, Kingsville, I don't know. But anyway, it's the Northeast portion of Baltimore City. So we are working with a woman who cooks every Sunday at Govins Presbyterian for the homeless People without money or seniors who are lonely. And she hopes volunteers will come and food will be donated and she feeds 50, 60, 70 people every Sunday. Wow. It was really amazing. um, An organization called Marion House, which is designed for women who have been involved with drugs, perhaps incarcerated, perhaps lost their children, and once they are cleaning up, they go to the first stage of Marion House where they get lots of counseling, training, learning to do things on their own. They live there. They are right there. When they get more stable, they can move to house number two where they might be able to have their children come visit and have a small apartment. And if they can find jobs and get really clean and really strong, they can move to number three, which is in Pen lucy where they can have two to three-bedroom apartments and have their children come back and live with them. Wow. So it's an amazing program. And the third one sounds silly, but it's important. And it's a group called Trash Bashers. And they, Trash Bashers? Trash Bashers. And they they meet in the parking lot of St. Mary's in, in Govins, and they go out every 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 second and fourth Saturday of the month from eight to 9 a.m. and clean up the trash in a four to six block area depending on how many people are there to volunteer. Wow. Because that area has become a lot of convenience stores and, and bars and liquor stores. And so there's a lot of trash on the street and the more you can keep it clean, the cleaner it stays. Okay, so it's a theory. self-fulfilling
0: type of, uh, of thing?
2: Hopefully. Okay. So those are the things we're involved in right now.
0: So y- you're involved in a dozen things. hmm how, how does a, a person who maybe has never volunteered uh, uh, in their lives or who has done it on a very limited basis, how do you start? How do you start with this chapter of your life being one of service and of volunteerism? How do you do it? Where do you go?
2: Um, well, it, it's a personal failing. It's a,
0: I can't say no. So. Well, that's how you wound up on my show. Yeah. <laughs> <It is. laughs> and I appreciate that. Thanks for not yeah. saying no to me. So, my pleasure. But, but, but that's that's in your specific case. But for right. someone who's never done this before, who maybe has always said no or hasn't asked or hasn't explored, what do you do? Or
2: doesn't know how to go about it. So
0: how do you go about it?
2: Well, it's, I, you know, I think it's looking for something that really is meaningful. And that's a, a terrible word, but it's the word that comes to mind. What... What do I care about? What's important to me? How can I make something better? Whether it's working with children, whether it's working with homeless, whether it's, you know, whatever is important to that person. There are are so many places that need us.
0: Um, Uh, It sounds overwhelming. You know, they say, how do you eat an elephant one spoon at a time? Um, Right. Where do you start? I mean, it, it, it sounds like this is a um, a very serious, very broad set of issues and challenges is. and problems. And, and that's what the leadership, Baltimore County and Leadership Maryland and some of the organizations are, are certainly addressing and creating exposure. Right. Right. Um, there are certainly religious organizations that can help you plug in of any faith that can help mm-hmm. you plug into the mm-hmm. community. Uh, I imagine there are community associations and, and neighborhood associations and exactly. things like that if you had to 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 go one place you're a uh, uh, you're new you want to volunteer you want to do something is that is that something like a clearing house like a united way is that something more along the lines of your local community where would you where would you direct somebody who said gosh diana I, I i want to get involved and i don't i'm not sure where to go where do i go first
2: i think if what really touches our hearts is veterans there are clearing houses and i can't name them but i'd be happy to get those names that can help us be involved with veterans.
0: So so is this as simple as a Google search to find out it and, and be. to begin that process? It can be. All right, well, we, we need to wrap up. So it's safe to say, um, on our show, we want to help people graduate mm-hmm. into retirement. The mm-hmm. whole idea of disappearing is no good. And we want folks to move on to the next, uh, the next level. And clearly, you've done that. And you've done it better than most. Um, you have tireless energy, um, exhausted thinking about some of the things that you're doing, but also empowered by them. Uh, and yoga in Costa Rica actually sounds amazing. Doesn't I lo- it? Have you been before? Costa no, Rica is amazing. No, I can't wait. Oh, you're going you're gonna to love it. So um, one of the things we want to make sure we do in every episode is to send folks home with an extra credit assignment. Nobody likes tests. Nobody likes grades. Nobody likes exams. And nobody likes homework. And we give people homework here professionally. And I, I think it actually causes, uh, it causes hair on arms to, to stand up sometimes. So we wanna think about extra credit. Mm-hmm. So I wanna make sure that there's a, a single takeaway, if we can do a single one, that folks who are um, faced in your situation, and, and let's look at this differently because on the one hand we think about, well, what if you just wanna be a consummate volunteer? But on the other hand, let's look at this differently and say, what if the end of employment is thrust upon you? Whether it's because of a family situation, uh, or a medical situation um, or a downsizing or any of the kinds of things that, that impact folks, um, whether they're in their 50s or 60s or 70s or beyond. What is the assignment that can help prepare people for the possibility that that could be thrust upon them? Can you articulate what that would be if you had to come up with one thing?
2: I've never been able to come up with one thing. But as you were asking the question and and expanding on what you meant, A couple of things uh, occurred to me. Okay. One is to keep learning something new every day, to keep our minds fresh. However that happens, whether it's in meeting new people or in finding a challenge for our brain or our body or our heart, whatever it is, and to find the total excitement and joy there is in life however we find it. And if it's helping kids, or if it's helping an area of the world that needs help, or if it's learning about other cultures by travel, it's, it's the learning and the excitement and the joy. That's three, but that's close, as close to one as I can come. Learning,
0: excitement, and joy, all I think fall under the same umbrella. Okay. Um, is, is staying plugged in. Absolutely. Staying plugged in, continuing to grow, continuing to evolve. So the extra credit assignment, if we're to articulate that, is to never stop learning, living, or growing.
2: And never grow old.
0: Never grow old. How about growing up?
2: (sighs) Please.
0: Okay, so that's also a bad idea.
2: It's also a bad idea.
0: Uh, We're out of time, and this went so fast. Uh, There's so much more I'd like to hear from you. In fact, I I hope to offline. You've given us a good assignment. You've given us some good extra credit. Uh, You've been a wonderful guest, and I thank you for joining us. Diane Gilbert, one of my truly favorite People who is changing the world, uh, and not just in her community, but all over the world. So, thank you for joining us on "Don't Retire, Graduate." You have officially now graduated on our show. That means you get a diploma. Um, yes. You're going to be in cap and gown. You get to take your tassel and move it to the oh. other side.
2: I'm so excited! Um, is it a gold tassel? Uh, it
0: is not. It is black um, and uh, and lovely. So, congratulations on your graduation. I expect continued big things from you, and I thank you for joining us today. My pleasure.
2: Thanks, Eric.
1: From this day forward, let us make each decision with our best interests in mind. Let us begin visualizing our dreams and reaching our goals. It's time to take the next steps in our life journey and build our futures. Today, I implore you, don't retire, graduate. Visit our website, DontRetireGraduate.com to download episodes and connect with us on social media securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS, Kestra IS, or Kestra AS are not affiliated with Brotman Financial or any other entity discussed. Hey friends, this is Jim Knight, former
0: 21-year hard rock executive turned best-selling author and top 10 keynote speaker.
1: And I'm Brant Menswar, Former frontman of Hollywood's most dangerous band, turned top 10 motivational speaker and best selling author. We host the how to podcast
0: Thoughts That Rock, where we talk to rock stars, athletes, CEOs, astronauts, and even next door neighbors who share their expertise and opinions. Together, we tackle the most interesting and challenging topics of today.
1: Whether you want to learn how to become more confident, how to deal with anxiety at work, or how to write a hit song, or use Brazilian jiu-jitsu in life. We've got
0: hundreds of episodes to help amp up your life and move you forward. Subscribe to Thoughts That Rock wherever you listen to podcasts, and check out evergreenpodcast.com for more information.